I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can finish. Oh, that's so good. Mmm, yum. You know what I like in my mouth? <laughs> These nuts. <laughs> Some boneless spare rib. Thank you, Larry. That was fun. Oh, hold on, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have just a little bit more here. Take your time. Just, Our fans could yeah. wait. Mm. All eighty-four of them now. Mmm. Don't don't chew into the mic. No, you don't want All right. Let's start it. You ready? All right. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Better Half. I'm uh, Frank, the married guy. Oh, I am loving this boneless spare rib. And I am Larry, the single guy. And we're at episode 10. 10. Two digits. Holy cow. Who thought it would happen? Who knew? Somebody didn't think it was going to happen. Someone signed to deal with the devil, and by God, I think it was us. Yeah, but we do have one critic. <laughs> You're not gonna I win. won't mention him because you. I don't want to hear you whine and moan about Listen, it. Listen, I have a network to run now. I know you have a network to run, but you better... Remember, this is the number one downloaded podcast on your network. I may be par and par with the retro gamers, but we'll see. Well, the retro gamers has more of a a, a niche. A, no, a, a um shelf life. You're up to episode <laughs> episode. We're up to sixty one. Okay, we're up to ten. We got a little, uh, you know. We're, we're younger. Never, we're never going to catch up because we do it every other week, and you do the retro this gamers once true. a week. This is but, true. But uh, I don't have a spotlight in gaming. I don't have. We could have a spotlight in dating. Um, Ooh. We'll come up with some new segments. Okay. I almost said segments. Yeah, I know. Well, um, actually, you did say segments. Did, did yes. I? All right. Well. Yes, I got through. Um, but hey, so uh, we're actually just coming back from uh, doing another podcast. Uh, yeah, um, which actually drops this Friday. Uh, two well, days from now. Two days from now, right. Yeah. Because um, as we try and figure out the math Yeah, in we're our trying to figure out the math because obviously record. nothing's live. <laughs> so yes, two days from now. We're going to be the host, the guest host of Victims and Villains. We're taking over the interwebs. We are. Uh, Josh was so gracious enough and silly enough to allow these two buffoons here to take over a wonderful podcast of his. Yes, and I think we did a uh, we did a great job. I think we did a very good job. I think his podcast numbers are going to go through the roof now. And More I- importantly... Hours yes, better stop picking hours up. Hours go through the roof now. Obviously, yes. I hope out we pick up some fans. That would be nice. Um, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Now we could, we just lost about six oh, fans. Now there they go. You know. I, you know. It's funny because my I've been on. Look, I'm going to be a little. Uh, I'm going to pat myself on the back here. Go right ahead. Um, between the takeover of victims and villains, which gives us a whole new gave us will give us. I'm so confused at the timeline. Um, Marty. Don't worry about the timeline. Do you know what this means? Doc, I don't know. I don't have a good line. (laughs) It means this damn thing doesn't work at all. New York Comic Con about mm, six years ago. It was probably the first one I went to. Christopher Lloyd was there. He was doing the autograph signing. So me and... I also have another... I have a Jim Ignatowski 
impression from when he was on Taxi. I'll really? Save that for later. Wow. Yeah, that's like that's how we like, closed the show. Now. Before record, we were, were trying to discuss some of my uh, um, my different uh, all, all impressions. Four his, all four of his voices. I have to write them down. Write that down. All, I have about seven. So I'm at Comic Con and I'm with my. Uh, was he still my supervisor at the time? Probably not. Uh, actually, I think I may have gotten him demoted. I'm not 100% sure on that one. Good job. No, really. I was terrible in that you department. You Christopher Lloyd demoted? No, no. I meant my supervisor. Oh. <laughs> he, oh, made, he may not be a supervisor anymore because of me. Anyway, good, great guy. Um, so we go to Comic-Con. Now, before Comic-Con, when I got into the section at my job with him, like one of the first things we clicked on, I don't know how we mentioned, but Back to the Future. And one of his, Tony, there's a shout out to you, buddy. One of his favorite scenes in Back to the Future is when Marty first meets up with Doc in 1955, and he knocks on the door, and Doc's got the thing on his head. The, the spaghetti colander or something, yeah, right? No, yeah. No, even more. It was bigger well, than yeah, that. Yeah, it was, it was something like, like no, that. no, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. You are a member of the junior Navy. I forgot what the line was. Um, so going through that, because he has the- Would you fall off a ship? Yeah. <laughs> That's huh? his grandfather. Right. So, so we oh, And we used to go back and forth with that line. Because then he goes, do you know? Because Marty goes, Doc, I came here from the future in a time machine that you built. And then he goes, do you know what this means? With that look of like, Doc, like I invented something. And he goes, means this damn thing doesn't work at all. Meaning the the mind reader. Right, right. So cut now to Christopher Lloyd. I'm online. Two guys in front of me is dressed like, is cosplaying as Christopher Lloyd with the thing on his head, with that colander thing on That's his awesome. head. That's awesome. That's like one-to-one scale ratio. Okay. He goes up to Christopher Lloyd, and Christopher's like, oh, very nice. Blah, he was like impressed, signs of thing. I go up now to Christopher Lloyd. Dressed like you. No, dressed like normal, normal dress, but then I'm like, nice to meet. I always go to when I meet celebrities. Big fan, nice to meet you. I say it every time. So he goes, thank you. And I go, you didn't say that to me when you walked in the door. Because I don't like you. Ditto. So I don't I, like me either. I, <laughs> I go up to Christopher Lloyd and I basically act out the scene. I go, <laughs> my buddy over there, we actually clicked by that scene. And I'm literally now standing in front of him. And I'm, and I'm going, I'm acting the scene. You're completely fanboying out. I am like, yeah, I'm like, you know, and then he comes over. And then Marty comes over. And Marty says, hey, Doc, I'm in a time machine that you built. And I go, do you know what this means? This damn thing doesn't work at all. I'm literally one man show, and he's just like staring at me, like security. Yeah, pretty much. Like, can you please move along, sir? Yeah. See w- the other three hundred people behind you. Chubby, Honestly, chubby, boo, move it. Meanwhile, the guy two in front of me, who's dressed like him, does not get a weird look. Me, I get a please don't shake my hand and just keep moving forward. Yeah, I'm again, the crazy security. One. And that was my first real interaction with a celebrity that may have went awry. Yeah, I, yeah, I would think so. Well, somebody once said, "Never meet your heroes." Yeah, I've heard of you'll, dis- you'll be disappointed. But uh, about- I met one of mine, and he, a very similar story. I, I, you know, as I've said before, I'm a huge fan of Adam Carolla. Ever have? Always, ha- I have been since the Man Show. Um, <laughs> and about two years ago, my wife got me tickets uh, to see him at uh, Westbury. And really good seats. I mean, we were like maybe 10th row. Um, in that, and I happened to look across the, uh, you know, the arena, the, the theater. Yeah, it's a small, and, it's a small yeah, theater. It's, yeah, it's a really, it's a, it's a pretty good, any seat's a really good seat. And I see one of my friends, one of my fraternity brothers, who's uh, part of a uh, veterans um, charity, which he founded called oh, wow. Pro- Project Nine Line. Okay. Um I'm not 100% sure. Like, basically, what they do is they help returning soldiers who have PTSD 
um, help quell their PTSD with uh, through through art, wow. comedy, painting, okay. music, whatnot. Um, and they have all these charity events all over Long Island. You could look it up online, Project Nine Line. Uh, and I see my friend Patrick, so I wave to him. He sees me. He texts me. He's like, "I have background, I have uh, backstage. backstage tickets to meet him." Really? He apparently messaged Adam Carolla's producer, said, "I'd love to meet meet you guys. Come back." So he goes, "Meet me after the show." And meanwhile, I'm going, "Oh, oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Oh my!" I'm like, I'm totally losing my mind. I have a book with me that one of his books, Carolla's books, that I want him to sign. Okay, so I literally ditched my wife after the show. I'm like, you're gonna have to wait out here and hold my coat. So she's like, yeah, no problem, because she knows I'm complete, like, completely being like, a, you know, a giddy little girl. Yeah, yeah. We get back there, and he's back there with uh, his, um, I think it was like his lawyer and a, uh, you know, and his producer or whatever. Well, he is Jewish. Corolla. No, the lawyer. Okay, so what does it have? I don't get it. I will be cutting that out. <laughs> okay, you anti-Semite. <laughs> that was at uh, 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 8 minutes and 29 seconds. It didn't take long at all. <laughs> so, no, that's a new state record. Um, leave that in. Who cares? Um, I don't. So uh, we get back there, and now my friend Pat introduces himself. He's like, you know, I'm the you know, founder of Project Nine Line, and Corolla's literally like four feet from me, and he's shaking everybody's hands. And everyone is they're going down the line, and he's like, I'm a veteran, I'm a veteran, I'm a veteran, and I'm oh, like- Oh, no. And I'm like, uh, so he looks at me, and I put my hand out. He shakes my hand. I go, I'm, I'm just a fat mailman. And he goes, great story, bro. And I'm just like, yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. He didn't say that. He goes, I love that story, right? So I was like, the way he said it was just like a little condescending, but not really. Yeah. Then we all pose for a picture. But then I realized afterwards, I mean, I, woke, I, like, I walked out like my head in shame. I'm like, I, I, I said to my wife, I, go, I made a complete ass of myself. She's like, what happened? I told her. She's like... Yeah, a little bit. She's like, so I was like, I need wings. I had, so we went and we got chicken wings. But uh, um, I realized after that he says in his shows all the time when people call up and they say something, he goes, I love that story. So oh. it's almost like not really a catchphrase, but he kind of uses it. For, so I'm like, kind of blow okay. you off. And then I was like, he likes me. There he really go. likes me. So now I'm like, you know, like I said, I voted for him. Uh, yeah, you did actually. That's a God honest truth. Um, you know, funny you mentioned how like almost like mistaken for for military. Uh, me and my father, proud Vietnam veteran, uh, we were coming home from uh, WrestleMania in Atlanta, Georgia. So it was a few years ago. Nerd. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> something in my throat. me and my father. <laughs> Not your father. I'm scared of your father. <laughs> I would never call your father a nerd. No. So, so we're coming home. Uh, we're flying Delta now during WrestleMania during the fan access. Uh, the National Guard, usually the local National Guard for a while would like kind of sponsor the fan access and they'd have guard members there, you know, recruiting and just helping out and stuff. So down there, the Guard, National Guard in, in Atlanta uh, was actually doing like this contest. It was like a laser gun. Con- it was basically a shooting contest, but it was a laser gun. You go into the dark room okay. and you fire. Uh, and you, there was different winners for different hours of the day. Pew pew pew. Kind of. So I mean, it was like it felt like a legit. It was like a pistol. It really was like a rifle. It was more okay. of a pistol. Not like the laser tag. No, 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 no. It was just how it registered the score. Like you'd go in, you'd see a body flash on the wall. Gotcha. Okay. And then you shoot. So, me and my father tried out. Guess who had the high score of the day? You. Your father. Exactly. Yeah. My father. So I know you didn't beat your father. And and, and I mean. He blew everyone away with the. I forgot what the score was, but he clearly had took the top him right score back. Of the hour. Oh. <laughs> I was like, some poor Asian kid walked <laughs> in afterwards. He's like, 
Mao, Dinky Mao, Mao. Father's like, remember, remember Tex in Dallas, you some bitch. It's my father. How dare you? He would I'm find that funny. Your no, I know. He would find that funny. Play Absolutely. that for him. So basically, what it, what we won? I love you, Butch. You're my hero. What my dad won was a. Um, it was basically a legit military issued National Guard backpack. Cool, but it had like it was even for me. It was even cool. it had a WrestleMania 27 logo. Okay, because it was sponsored by it. Exactly. Right. So on there, so I was like, that's cool. And it was the city camo. No, not city camo. And they're like that digital camo they have now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So sweet bag. I loved it. So um, all right. So we're flying home, and of course I use it to put stuff in, and. We land in JFK, and the stewardess gets on the line of Delta, and he goes, all right, we've landed at JFK. If everyone can just hold off for a moment, we have some servicemen and women who have come home, so if we can let them off first. Excuse me, because Atlanta is a huge hub for right. international, a lot of the military. Uh, actually, a giant USO section for families welcome guys home and girls home. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. I've heard that about Atlanta. Um, so, all right, so some of these men and women get a standing ovation or clapping and everything. Well deserved. They deserve to get off the the flight first. All right. So now we're all getting off. I put my bag on. It says National Guard on it, and I look over and I see someone like about to clap, and I was like, "No!" Like in slow motion. No. no. <laughs> I'm like, "Not me." Him? Yes. Pointing to my dad because he always wears a Vietnam veteran's hat. But I'm like, "Not me." <laughs> and the guy's like, "What?" Like, "Oh my!" Don't, like, I don't, don't know be what to so do. modest. <laughs> You yeah, know what? honestly, I, I love that story, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that was you a funny. Totally one. missed the, I totally did a callback there. I did, I know. You, I, those you just stepped right over it. And there's no see. There's no respect in this relationship. I didn't step. I heard yeah, it. I, I feel betrayed. I got anyway. Another, I got another story about Comic Con well, getting into a fight. No, no, we'll get to yours. But this is like a lead in Comic Con getting into a fight with a celebrity and me trying to impress a girl. All at the same time. Okay, well, that kind of has to deal with our podcast. But before we get really into our podcast, <laughs> Thanks. Um, why don't we just explain quickly what we did over at Victims and Villains? We kind of got off tangent there. So. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that's what we started out. You know, well, focus. seeing how this episode is before Victims and Villains, I don't want to give too much away. Oh, that's right. I, <laughs> the space-time continuum is all screwed up here. That show dropped. Libyans! <laughs> You ever wonder how the Libyans found Doc Brown so easily? The side of his truck says Dr. Emmett L. Brown. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. My favorite part about it is that in the end of the movie, it's Lone Pines Mall that's instead of Twin part. Pines Mall. Lone I had Pine to tell Mall, Stephanie yeah. that, my wife. I had to tell her that, and she's like, oh, yeah, I never knew that. Re- oh, really? The consist- she, never no- she never noticed it. And there's only one tree in the there's logo tree. of the thing. Yeah. Not only there's a lot. If you watch all three movies, there is tons of consistency. Yeah, absolutely. Oh no, I love. I, I it's. I love that movie. The 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 best part I find the it's the littlest detail, but the the chip. What's that? The, <laughs> um, in the, uh, in the in the clock tower, you know where where uh, Doc slips and, yeah. and makes whole crap. Oh yeah, that's uh, consistent uh, even into 2015. Oh, the broken the broken pieces in oh, is I at never the jail noticed that. in 2015. I never noticed yep. that. That's not, funny. Not only that, you ever see where the extra gets absolutely shit faced, crashes into one of those pillars in Back to the Future Part Two, and they kept it in. Yeah, I think so. I think I it's do remember that. It's the part when when the uh, when uh, Griff and his goons they go flying. Wait, hold on, let me press my my chest button. 
What was the thing he took at the receipt that he took off of it? I, don't I never know. understood that. It's almost like you know, like when you take the piece off that's protecting the battery. Yeah. When you buy a little toy. That was but that was Boner from uh wasn't it? No, no, that wasn't him. Yeah, it was that guy played he see now I have to look it up. I don't so. think that guy was famous. No, he was from like growing pains or something. But you know what oh, I do the Michael J. Fox or Boner. No, oh, no, no. Not Boner. Not um, Boner. Boner was from uh Growing Pains. Hold on. Did I, you say Growing Pains or Family Ties? One or the other. No, oh, oh no, that was uh Family Ties. I said was, Growing uh, Pains. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. So you're right. I'm I'm aging myself. Let's see, Back to the Future too. Um some other things while you're looking that up, back to so yeah, so they they're it's when they fly into the clock tower and one of the stuntmen just absolutely eats, he it, eats it, crashing into one of the pillars. And of course they keep it in the movie. <laughs> well, why not? Why wouldn't you? Um, what Jeffrey Weissman played this, the George McFly. Well, that lawsuit killed. Uh, you know that whole lawsuit oh, between uh, absolutely um, well, Chris Bing Glover and I think it was Zemeckis. Yeah, Zemeckis yeah, directed right. it. He because was they, it a lawsuit or he just? I oh heard, no, he sued him. Oh, I didn't know. It was oh a yeah, lawsuit. well because they. This is completely the wrong podcast for this. But anyway, no, it's all right. He um, what happened was he didn't want to be in the second movie. All right, I mean, I've heard it a little different. Well, from what I heard, he didn't want to be in the second movie, and because um, I don't think he liked the way the story was going or whatnot. He's in a, a, a strange bird, anyway. Um, yeah, he's definitely cuckoo for cocoa puffs. But uh, so because they had his face mold and makeup from part one, mm-hmm. you know, from all the you know the the um, prosthetic makeup, they mm-hmm. got a, an actor that looked like him. And then just dubbed his lines. So it was like, hey, you, get your damn hands off of her. You know? I mean, when he goes back well, at the end w- of the part No, two. in part two when, when he's upside down, you know, floating oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. in the future. Because, oh, my, oh, dad's back is out again. <laughs> yeah, I did it. Well, he threw his back out playing golf again. You don't really see a close-up of his face. And if you look at that whole scene that he's in, it's the back of his head, the side of his head. And it's because there's it wasn't him. It was an actor named Jeffrey Weissman who looked similar to him. He sued Zemeckis and whatever the company was that made the movie because you can't use the likeness. And, you know, they passed it off as Crispin Glover. And he was sworn in part of the uh, – he he got a lot of money. See, this Lots is the first I'm hearing about. Here's a story I heard, which I like this story better. That's a boring story. I'm suing. Oh, whatever. I heard, no, no, I heard – No, no, no. They no, no, no. what happened was Crispin Glover because he is so cuckoo. He like he has what do they call that when they like um, writs that they put into contract like those like when celebrities writers. writers he had writers of like he needs like two hours alone every day he needs like twenty seven bottles of water near him he needs his own masseuse to come in at certain times you know like he was asking for all these weird writers and. I think Zemeckis and Bob Gale were like, "No, <laughs> you're not getting it." So he's like, "All right, then I won't, I won't work this movie." And the whole reason why they have the whole storyline of him getting shot and killed is pretty much Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis saying, "Okay, you're not in the movie, so we're just gonna sh- we're gonna kill your character." I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't know which story is true, but I. I- Remember, I if you listen to, I think if you listen to one of Jay Moore's podcasts, he actually does an interview with him. That's where I heard it from. Chris McGlover? Yeah. Oh, because I thought I heard it from Bob Gale, to be honest with you. I know Bob Gale was on ONA one time, I think. I don't know. I'm Bob trying to, Gale I'm, also wrote used, used Cars, I think. 
Great movie. Underrated movie. You know I never saw Used Cars? It's a horribly underrated great movie, if that makes any sense whatsoever. No, no, absolutely. So I can't find who it is because I don't remember the character's name. I know Billy Zane is one of them, but he goes to... Oh, Billy Zane, He yes. was the one who... He goes, was in 1955. You can't... You can't... Uh, what did he say? He said something... No, no, he wasn't you in 2015. You can't use that over water! <laughs> Not that guy. That. No, that guy was Asian. Oh, yeah, no, that guy was the Asian. Gr- the, the, the gang in 2015, which included a girl... Right. Was someone different. Billy Zane was in the gang in 1955. Correct. And Elijah Wood was trying to play Wild Gunman. You got to use Correct. your hands. That's a baby yeah, story. Yeah, you know, you're right. But I'm just trying to. F- I can't find it. I don't even care. I- I'm right. You're wrong. That's all that matters. <laughs> Flea was in ne- Needles. <laughs> McCry! <laughs> I was monitoring that this scan is, you just did. This you is, are this terminated. Is gone, it's gone off the rails. <laughs> Good. This is fun. This is fun. All this right, is so just any, two guys. How, any dating? Shit. Any dating going on, Larry? Uh, no. Um, All right. It, it's uh, yeah. We may just want to maybe change the whole format of the show. I don't. It's. I mean, my again, my dating life. You know, I'm busy. I got a lot of things happening. You're you're you have a podcasting network. I do. I have four shows now. Wowzers. Well, three and a half because I I consider myself a co-host of one of them. So this one? Uh, no, no, I'm I'm equally a host on this one. Oh, the co-host of of uh, my newest show, The Yin and the Yang. You cannot plug his so, show on my podcast. I will be plugging on, everyone's me, show. On, you not plug? No. Do you, do you <laughs> oh, plug your it? podcast? Do you pl- I meant our. <laughs> do you plug the, our podcast on The Yin and the Yang? I think he actually he did. Yes, because he hates it. He, no, he doesn't say he hates it. What did he say? He said, "This is okay." I'm our say, our mutual friend. I won't say his name. his name is Anthony. His last name rhymes with Rue, um, and it could be Chew. Um, you could cut that out if you want. Uh, no, he uses his name on his show. Okay, so he's the co-host of the Ying and the Yang podcast. He's the host. Oh, he's the host. Basically, stole my idea of ranting, but which was my idea, and I'm sure you mentioned it to him one time. I'm not going to say that he stole my idea, but he stole my idea <laughs> of being a complete ranting lunatic. <laughs> And that's fine. I keep forgetting that you came up with that. I yeah, I did come up with it. And now he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna use that? Oh no 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 no. I have copyright infringement lawsuit waiting for him. <laughs> you think Huey Lewis made money off Ghostbusters? Wait, <laughs> wait, Chu Yang. You are the you the, is he the yin or the yang? He's the yin, I'm the well, yang. Whatever. One cannot yin? survive without okay, the Okay, well, Chu Yin, I'm coming for you. <laughs> and I wanna know why you blocked me. <laughs> yeah. I want to know. Years ago, you blocked me on Facebook. I'm like, oh, wait, wait. I can't find you. <laughs> you ate in my apartment. We broke bread together. <laughs> okay? We talked philosophy at yeah, parties. Get, yeah, he does get deep sometimes. Yes, we talked about your park ranginess. I work with one of your friends. I do. I work with one of his friends. Really? He knows, he knows Anthony. He knows this okay? everybody. He knows and everybody. And this is how you treat me. You block me, and then you criticize the better half, because I, soon the name of the show is going to be the best half. Okay, <laughs> you, Larry, and I have no chemistry. How dare you, sir? I challenge you to a white gloved duel, a pot off, a pot. Ooh, a pot off. Copyright more of the same. Two thousand seventeen. Chew, <sighs> I love you. Just don't be a jerk, <laughs> and give me credit with my idea that you stole. You stole from me. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. <laughs> Can we just do like movie lines all the time? I planned on it. I was okay. ready to just quote the rest of Back to the Future. Milk. Chocolate. <laughs> Can we talk about the sexual assault in that movie? 
Oh, well, what about the blatant incest? Well, I ain't got no problem with incest. No. <laughs> Did I say that aloud? No. No, no, no. no. Uh, Every well, once in a while, t- you just want to fuck yeah. your hot cousin. What can I say? Don't talk about my cousin like that. I'm not, I was, it was a David Tell joke. Right. I know who David Tell is. <laughs> but no, no, but okay, I'm not going to talk about that. Um, uh, no, Gri- so, Biff. Yeah. I Gri- Griff's Grit. part two. <laughs> Griff is part two. Biff basically was date raping the hot Leah Thompson. Oh, absolutely. My God, I had such a crush on Leah Thompson. She was hot back then. How would the, the, how the, how the duck? I was oh, just going to say. God, a horrible oh, movie. Great God. panty scene. A young, nubile, prepubescent Frank <laughs> was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to study. Or you, you just what be you, like, I'm going to watch Howard the Duck. I'm going to watch Howard the Duck. Innocent <laughs> movie, ma. He loves that movie. He keeps watching Not that movie. Like duck on girl action. Be kind. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rewind. Rewind. <laughs> For you young kids out there, <laughs> we had something called video cassette tapes, and we had to rewind them to bring them back to the video store. Video Vision J7. Um, a friend of ours actually worked in a video store that asked you not to rewind your videotapes. Why? Our and my uh, host there over on the Retro Gamers. You could say his name. I know, I was just trying to be witty. Oh, okay. Why would you not rewind them? Because you wanted to see where people. No. <laughs> No, I think it was because I think it was because they didn't want because every once in a while, if you rewound it enough times, tape would snap in the VCR. So I oh, guess yeah. and with a rental video rental, how many times have those videos been rewound? So I remember you had like a block of like six or seven when I used to hang out in the store, like a degenerate, uh, six or seven like rewind auto rewinders, and just when people return movies, you just pop them in. Yeah, but you're still rewinding them then. You can't, it's just his. I more... guess if it breaks there, it's. I don't See, know. and I say if it breaks there with the people, you could charge them for the thing. Now, no wonder video stores went out of business. Remember Captain Video? That was on Avenue U. Yep. Yeah, that was. I didn't go to that one. I went to Video Vision on Avenue Z. Captain Video, probably because it's closed video. now, but it's the sign is still there. All the movies are probably still inside. Right. Uh, I accidentally returned my parents' wedding video. Yeah, you told the oh, story. Oh, I did? Okay, yeah, yeah. never mind. Well, it was, uh, I remember it was Captain Royal became Captain Coil. Captain Royal. Right? I forgot. They had to change it because it became Captain Coil right off Coil Avenue, Coil Road. <laughs> Coil, Coil Road, I think it was. Coil but Street? they cha- Coil Street. They changed it. I remember they changed it. It was Royal, and one day I came by, I drove by, it was Coil. <laughs> That's weird. See, we had Video Vision. And, I remember Video Vision. Yeah. Actually, Frankie, uh, uh, super fan Frankie, uh, he lived right around the corner from it, and they had the life-size video game of Cloak and Dagger. Oh, my God. The, oh, what a great game. Yeah, that was a great game. And it was great because there was a candy store right next door, so... 
a young go. prepubescent Frank would go get his <laughs> his Twizzlers. Ooh. I love my Twizzlers. My Twizzlers, some shrinky dinks, and I would go next door <laughs> and rent Howard the Duck and play a little uh, cloak and cloak dagger and, and try not to peek behind that beaded wall. <laughs> you know? Hey, stop looking in there, chubby. <laughs> the beaded wall, um, the beaded curtain, curtain, which always was or the, the, just the towel. The adult section. <laughs> the adult towel section. Um, I remember in in like every video store, the wrestling video section would always be right next to the adult section. Yeah, I wonder why. So I'd be like, you know, I'd be looking, and it was a small wall with this one place, and you know, if this was it, I'd be looking at, at you're the looking, wrestling. Okay, you, no one could see what you're doing. So. <laughs> so, so I'd be looking at all the wrestling, like legitly looking, and then every once in a while, just kind of start to peek over, and every now and again, I got to... <laughs> The back of the head for my mother. Mm. What are you doing? I'm looking at uh, SummerSlam. <laughs> mean Gene Okerlund here. Uh, uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yeah, I love... Uh, yes, rest in peace, Bobby right. the Brain. Um, God, I miss video stores. I miss going. We used to go every Friday. It was a whole thing. It was. <laughs> you know, it was an embarrassing story. <laughs> um, I remember... I, you know, this time I had my driver's license. It was going and Blockbuster, you know, was killing all the, you know, oh, the yeah. mom and pops. So we're in Blockbuster, and I take my stepfather for the first time. Now, okay. the Blockbuster I went to was on Avenue and East 21st. There was a girl <laughs> who I had a huge crush on from high school. Um, she was actually, when I was a senior, she was a sophomore. And I had a huge crush on her, and she lived right around the corner. So I'd always like go there, just you know, the chance. She ended <laughs> up, I think, got a job there. Oh. So what does my stepfather do? We walk in there, he goes, and she, oh yeah, she was working. And I'm like, just, I'm like, looking, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hey, hey, how you hi, doing? How you doing, Frank? Remember me from, from high school? She's like, yeah, yeah, the, you're the old guy that graduated, is hitting on a sophomore, <laughs> you know, creepy bastard. Um, and my stepfather, as I'm saying hi to, her, looks over my shoulder, he goes, "Where's the adult section?" And I'm like, <laughs> she's like, oh, "We don't have an adult section, sir." And I'm like, he's like, "All right, come on, Frankie." I'm like, I don't know him. I don't know that man. They didn't have an adult section? I thought no, they did. No, it was a family fun store. Who, someone did that had a red cage. You walked into this red caged off area. Uh, not, I have no oh, idea what you're talking now about. Now it's bugging me. I'm trying to remember. Red cage. You sure not talking about a wrestling match? No, no. It was, it was like, I could have, no, you know what? It was never a blockbuster because we never we never really went into a blockbuster, but it was some video store. I remember. They always had great names, like, like you know, the, the video stores, you know, like Captain oh, Video. Oh, Oh yeah, well, you know, romancing the bone. You know. Uh, just the other day I was watching Space Boobs in Space. I say that three times fast. Now to be fair, it's not a porno. It's one of these dumb Skinamax. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. on um it's on Amazon Prime. So I'm like, eh, <laughs> let's see how bad this is. I ended up watching the whole thing. <laughs> so you want to hear this. Now we're we're, we're currently really no in, nudity. We're currently we're currently in the man cave. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh I was down here one night hanging out, and you know, I just was flipping through uh, on demand, and I, you know, came across you know the premium channels, ah. which, uh, and of course, I started watching. Uh, I was watching a little Skinflix, Skinamax movie no or whatever, no and uh, not realizing that when you go back to your on demand, oh, it's <laughs> it's in the recently viewed. <laughs> so my son wanted to watch some little. A couple days later, my son wanted to watch a little. Uh, I don't know, like Paw Patrol or something, and uh, my wife's sitting on the couch, and I'm like looking through the on demand, and it says my shows or whatever it is, and it says like you know, uh, you know, um, 
exotic hotel or something like whatever the hell it was called, like, you know, sinfully yours. And my wife goes, what is that? I go, I have no idea. <laughs> Quickly. And I'm like, looking, I'm like, yeah, Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, get there on the double, you know? And, uh, no, I, I mean, I don't know if she, you know, was oblivious or, you know, my son had no clue. Thankfully, there was no picture. It just said the oh, word. Yeah. It wasn't like the cover of the box, you know? So, uh. Those boxes always had to be so oversized. So remember, oversized remember and old, not old. accurate, you know. Well, on, <laughs> on on you know, I, I don't think uh, they were really. I don't think they were really on the box. Or, you know, it was like the odd cover of a video game. It never matched the game. <laughs> you know, I mean, on the box you have this, you know, blonde, uh, you know, uh, vixen, you know, nineteen-year-old yep. nubile vixen, and then inside you had like you know Ron Jeremy and somebody's <laughs> grandmother on the actual. Like this isn't in this. This Oof. scene's not in there. The hedgehog. You know what? Think. Getting off porn for a second. Hey, yo, Getting that's what off she said. porn. Get it? Holla. Hey, yo. Okay. You ever notice in certain movie trailers, there's a scene in the movie trailer that looks, oh, fantastic, and then it's not in a movie? That happens all the time. I hate that. That's why I don't watch trailers anymore. Oh, I love trailers. No, I love them, but they A, they give away too much nowadays, and B, you're right, sometimes it's, uh, what movie? It was either, I think it was Can't Hardly Wait, where the official trailer was virtually completely different than the movie that came out. I'm trying to remember what the movie Can't Holy Wait was... Uh, it was kind of like an all-star cast of the 90s with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Um, I love Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, the boy oh, okay, from... Uh, oh, schools out in an entire graduating class from football stars and cool girls to complete nerds gathered a well... Oh, that's when um, Nick Papagiorgio has the note. Yeah, that's who it was. Yes, yes Papa, Papa Giorgio. Yeah, Ethan Embry. <laughs> he, good Lord, what happened to him after the stand? He hopes to move in on Amanda. Video. Jennifer Love Hewitt, the beauty he has admired from afar for years. Dorky William schemes to pay back Meathead Mike for years of bullying. And would-be rapper Kenny, Seth Green, gets <laughs> yeah. locked in a room with snarky Denise. Yeah, bathroom. Lauren Ambrose. Oh, what a horrible movie. Oh, it was a fun movie. Let's see what it got on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes sucks. How dare you? It's terrible. It's not. Um, so the trailer was pretty much them talking about the the uh, this party in a library, and a lot of it took place in a library. And then when the movie came out, like it, it, it went from a library to graduate graduation day. So it was like it was completely different. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, certified rotten. What do critics know? Hey, listen. There's movies, Used Cars was a fantastic movie. I can't believe you never saw Used Cars. I never saw Used Cars. But here, critics, I stopped listening. Kurt Russell at his finest. That is true. I, Kurt, Kurt Russell is awesome. And the grandfather from uh, Willy Wonka. I think it was his last role. Grandpa Wait, Joe. Mean, really? He was in that? Absolutely. I didn't, when did Used Cars come out? 84? 86? No, I'm, maybe earlier than that. I'm, I want to, okay, we're going to guess. Let's see who's right. Uh, I'm going to go with... Well, you know what? Let's see. Back to the Future came out in 85. I'm going to so, go with 82. I'm going with 84. I'm sticking with 84. Used Cars came out in 1980. We're both wrong. Oh, 80? 95% like this movie. That's fine, but the critic score. Oh, no. Th- I'm just not, oh, I'm not oh, on Rotten on Tomatoes right now. All right. No, no. That was just Google. I'll find the oh. Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes. The Google. I like, I like the Google. <laughs> 75 certified fresh <laughs> um, it's a great movie no 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 I'm not saying the movie have you ever watched no watch it 
Okay. I don't know where you would see it. Yeah, I'll get mm. it on Voodoo. It's fantastic. I have to own it. I'm telling you, you got to go the way of digital. No, it's it's. I so told much... you, if there's a zom- if there's an apocalypse, are you going to be watching movies during the apocalypse? Maybe in my safe house. Would it, would it be inappropriate to watch a zombie movie during the apocalypse? I feel like we should have discussed this on a different podcast. No, um, it's not appropriate because you could always use it as reference material. Because <laughs> everyone in Hollywood is so smart. Well, you know, they did back Hillary. And that's enough of the political <laughs> talk for tonight. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait a minute. I think we have a knock on the door. Who is it? <laughs> I don't know. I think we were talking political. Oh, hold on. Let okay. me open the door. Larry, I heard what you were talking about. That woman is a bad woman. Bad, evil woman. Isn't you she, she's nasty. Nasty woman. Uh, uh, President Trump, have you seen Back to the Future? Love Back to the Future. I love one, two, three. I think it's great. Christopher Lloyd is great. Michael J. Fox is great. Leah Thompson's great. I even like Crispin Glover. Little kooky, little bit kooky, but great. It's all great. Trust me. I know it's great. You know it's great. It's great. <laughs> Libyans, not so great. You okay, Larry? <laughs> Did you enjoy used cars? Loved used cars. Big fan of used cars. But, you know, one time I bought a used car. It was a it was a 1981 Chevette, Chevy Chevelle, Chevy Chevette. And let me tell you, it was a good car. It was a great car. Um, and then I, I traded it in for a, a 92 Cadillac. <laughs> One more question before you leave. Yeah, I got to go. I got a lot to do. A lot on my plate. Building the wall. The wall's good. I might make it see-through so I can point and laugh at them as they're trying to climb over. We're going to put electrodes in it so they get zapped. It's going to be great. There's bad hombres over there. We don't want over here. We're making America great again. Okay. What's your question, Larry? Oh. I got to go. Melania's outside waiting in the helicopter. I say her name right. Very good. I say her name right every time. Isn't she hot? Uh, she's outside waiting in the helicopter. Frank's neighbors are getting very mad. Frank, by the way, thank you for uh, letting me come on the show. No problem, Mr. President. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of you, Frank, and the better half. So uh, what's your question? Gotta go. I was going to ask. <laughs> you got the gig on Home Alone too, but I guess we'll talk about that later. Well, they needed my building. They needed my hotel. And I was like, listen, McCorkey, if you... <laughs> <laughs> If you want to. Just go, sir. We can talk next week. No, I said, if you want to use my hotel, the Donald's got to be in the show, okay? And guess what? That movie, through the roof. My scene, best scene in the whole movie. Okay, I'm out. Trump out. Bye, Mr. President. Thanks Thank for coming. You, sir. All right, see you. Later. <laughs> I love that guy. He stops by every week. He's fantastic. <laughs> My head's going to fucking explode. What's the matter with you? <laughs> I don't know. Why would you laugh in front of the president? I, I'm laughing with him, not at That's him. That's rude. Oh, my God. That's getting old. I really... I re- <laughs> anyway. I re- I re- at this point, it's really just more for my amusement. <laughs> well, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to amuse you and the masses. Oh, I really wish... We need to start getting commercial breaks. <laughs> we need a sponsor. Need oh, by the way, speaking of sponsors, um, I'm going to throw this out to our listeners all... You know, 36 of them. <laughs> um, if you personally would like to sponsor <laughs> an episode, if you own a business and you want to sponsor an episode, we will talk up your business for one episode. 
We'll work on a price. You make us a deal. We'll come back with a counteroffer. That's how we roll. We just want some money. And we will talk. If you own an exterminating shop, I will talk about bugs for a whole episode. <laughs> okay, because I have a cave cricket issue in my house. Honestly, I got They are nasty sons of bitches. I hate them. If you own uh, an accounting firm, hey, I'll talk about you. I'll talk about your taxes. I'll talk about 401ks. I'm here for you. Do you own a diner? I'll talk about omelets. Okay, I'm talking to you fans. I'm talking and I'm looking right at you. Be my sponsor. Be, be to, our sponsor. Be our, our. Right, be our sponsor. <laughs> what a strange feeling when this takes off. I may be looking at you. In the, in the, in the I've already copyrighted everything without you, what? just so you know. What? No. Seriously, be our sponsor. And, you know, for, I don't know, we'll work on something. $25 an episode. I don't know. Something like that. An hour. You know, and, well, okay. Which is an episode. <laughs> okay, which is about an episode. All right, whatever. We'll work on something. We'll go to a contract. I got a notary. We'll do it. <laughs> Let's work together. I help your business. You help my podcast, our podcast. And uh, it's a win-win. <laughs> help me to help you. Help me to help, help you. Help me to help you help me. <laughs> you just help you. <laughs> me. Help. Why do why do all all the guys I do podcasts with are just dying to quit their jobs and to get the podcast just rifling off the roofs? Why do why do all people on podcasts? Because think about it. You're in a basement hanging out with your <laughs> friends, talking crap that you would normally talk around when you're at a barbecue playing Cards Against Humanity. That's what I love. Cards Against Humanity. Great. Be our sponsor. Ooh, there we go. They probably would. They would. They probably would. They, I don't think they'd like our guest, but they definitely would want to be on the show. Well, I have no control of who walks through that door. This is true. You know, I mean, for all I know, Harry Carey could walk through that door. <laughs> Jim Ignatowski from Taxi, Christopher <laughs> Lloyd could walk through that door. You know? Well, Ed Rooney from Ferris Bueller could walk through that door, for all I know. Was was Ed Bruni and no not not well, it, well it actually wasn't Ed Bruni it was Simone uh, uh, Simone's uh, not father Simone, uh, and Sergeant Peterson Chicago Police. <laughs> I forgot about that. Was it the same voice? Same voice. Same. With, I mean, uh, same voice. <laughs> same with um, uh, Abe Froman, Sausage King of Chicago. Yeah, Sausage King of Chicago. Are you saying um, I'm not who I think say I am? Not Simone. What the hell's her name? Simone. I guess it was Simone. Thanks, Simone. No, it wasn't Simone. It wasn't Simone. Crap. Talks amongst yourselves. A mm. peanut is neither a pea nor a nut. Murmur. Discuss. Murmur. Simone. Sloan. 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 Sloan, dear. So, yeah, there you go. Yep. See? I knew it would get. Weird family. <laughs> hey, bada, 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 so wing. Bada. What's the score? 7-7. Seven, seven. Who's winning? <laughs> the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> He's, you want to talk about Howard the Duck. He scared the shit out of me in Howard the Duck. He's been in a few strange movies. Now, well, he was, didn't he also get arrested for like child porn or something? No, I don't think he did. Yeah, he was in Ferris Bueller. He was in Howard the Duck. He did scare the crap out of me in Howard the Duck. And he so was also part in when, when the... Mom and Dad Saved the World with Terry oh Gaw. Oh, God. Terry Gaw's underrated. Yes. That was it. Roll, she... roll, roll in the hay. Sure. Young Frankenstein. Yeah, I don't. I know that movie. I don't memorize it. <sighs> Mel Brooks. For, <laughs> Wake my kid and I'll kick your ass. That giant cackle of yours. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Come on, Pee Wee. I'm trying to listen to reason. Francis hasn't done enough work. Um, What are some of the scariest moments of children's movies? For me? 
What do you think in general? Okay, well, it's not a children's movie, but it's a movie I saw as a child. <laughs> um, Pet Cemetery. <laughs> oh, that don't count. But we'll go a with A children's it. movie. That's... Like, like in other words, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. When Large Marge flips out and does the face thing. I thought, that didn't scare me. That scared me. That didn't scare me. Um, um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when they're when, when That they're lizard? Going... No, that when they're in no, the boat. I, yeah, when they're in the boat. But the, the boat scene didn't scare me, but there was that one lizard that crawled over that lady's lip when it was in the background. It's like a millipede in a... Cro- it, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That freaked me out. That freaked me out. Oh. Um, I'm trying to think. See, I, not a lot of movies scared me. As an adult now, <laughs> though, like like a movie like Hostel or Saw freaks me out. Yeah, no. Like it, the scene in Saw 2 when he... When that girl falls into the pit of needles, oh, it falls! She gets thrown, well, thrown into yeah. it. Oh, oh! I, that was, I thought that was the best scene. That, but it does like ah, ah. I'm, but you want to you want to talk about that? Did I tell first you? First of all, who gets that? Where do you get that many needles from? Well, I mean, when you're a psychopath, I guess. Yes, I'd like ten thousand marbles, please. But you want to then? Did we talk about this last time? The 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 wrestling show that I went to a couple weeks ago. Mm. Did you see my posts on on Facebook? No. So. I have a... Um, and you know his post I'd never see? Choose. Never see his post because he blocked me. And for a while, you weren't seeing mine either. Yeah, I still don't see yours. <laughs> That's impossible. It's not impossible. You don't let me see your post. <sighs> well, in any event, um, a couple weeks ago, uh, I was I went to this wrestling show because I'm, I'm working a wrestling... Or I worked by the time this drops. Wrestling. I worked a wrestling show in New Jersey. I'm actually doing the backstage interviews and stuff like that for the podcast. So I'm going to be interviewing nice, some of these wrestlers. Nice. It's pretty cool. And um, so the week, two weeks prior to that, we went to this show called Game Changer Wrestling out in Freeport, New York. Me and the guy who owns this other wrestling show, Pro Wrestling Syndicate, Frank Mayer. Frank, what's going on? Um, different Frank. So we go to this show. Okay. It's in like this this warehouse, if you will, in Freehold. I'm like, all right, no problem. It's a small indie federation. Maybe like... 200 people or whatever. I've been okay. to smaller shows. So I'm, I'm walking I'm walking back behind the place and we're getting ready to walk inside and I hear the noise of wrestling that I'm used to. I'm like, all right. Then I hear something crashing through. So it sounds like someone was put through a table as they do. I'm like, all right. So as I'm walking up closer though, they're, they're bringing out to outside. They're bringing... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Very unprofessional of me, sorry. <laughs> I've been was, eating this whole time. I was drinking. Um, so they brought out a board of barbed wire. I was like, oh, all right. Someone went through a board well, of barbed I wire. I did see a picture of, I guess it was the garbage afterwards or something. It was laying out in the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, unbeknownst to me, I went to a uh, deathmatch tournament. <laughs> so basically, I saw people go through, um, um, like cabins, if you will, of light tubes, like the fluorescent light tubes. Okay. That's a thing. Yeah, I know, I know. That's fun, because especially when none of the windows are open, and all that carcinogenic smoke is just floating all over the place. Hello, cancer. Along with just glass flying all over the place, because yeah. it's legit. It is 100% legit. Um, I saw a guy- something in my hot dog? Honestly, I saw, it's funny. All the cameramen were wearing face masks, but everyone in the front row, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, I saw a guy uh, put a fish hook through another guy's cheek. Okay, I'm going to stop it. You got to stop. And stop. then stop. No. whip him off the top rope with the fishing rod. Please stop. That was an interesting one. This is, so this is, now... I'm not even looking at you. So And I'm just watching this happen in front of me. I'm supposed to be handing out flyers. I'm like, I can't. I'm enthralled as to what's happening here right now. Like 40 minutes after this one guy's match, 
He's out trying to sell his merch at one of the tables, and he's just covered head to toe in blood and hepatitis. Probably cuts are all over the place. I'm I'm seeing wounds that are still open. Can you sign this without blood on it? And he walks into the, he just nonchalantly walks into the bathroom and washes his hands. I'm like, pal, you got a lot more to worry about. Cleanliness, <laughs> cleanliness is next to godliness. But I was like, oh, and then the best part is out of nowhere, the cops show up. That's nice. <laughs> and people started running like flies. Oh, well. Well, cockroaches. Cockroach. <laughs> so, I um, love that story. Yeah, that was, I was like, oof. That's gross. Please here. don't talk about. I don't like fish hooks or anything like yeah, that. That, that was a wild one. That was that was yeah, fun. No, I don't like. I now the, as, uh, a, as an adult watching stuff like that, it's just the uh, like I watched the board of double edged razor blades. That was an interesting. Well, one everyone too. has one of those, but yeah. I, I just can't watch that stuff. It just I, I watched the first two saws and then I haven't watched one since. And yeah. I saw Hostel. I never I, saw those. I, I it's it's it, I, I don't know. There's a certain. Um, uh, it's a certain um, je ne sais quoi. Genre, no, no, shut up with your nonsense. It's a certain uh, genre French... of horror. I don't know what. It's okay. like uh, it's shock like... horror or something like that. But... Yeah, that's what Saw did. Saw yeah, kind of yeah. took it out of the supernatural and was almost like was that this the, could happen. The Carrie Carrie Yules. Carrie Yules. Yules. Unlike other Robin Hoods, I can speak with an English accent. <laughs> good line. Another good movie. Great movie. Sudden interruption. Ooh, it's been a little while. It's been a while. Yeah, I don't even have one. I just wanted to say it. Oh. Um, <laughs> What's your top three Mel Brooks movies in order? Oh, jeez. Um, top three Mel Brooks movies in order. Hmm. Spaceballs, number one. Excellent. Good choice. Uh, I would have to say The Producers. Which one? The Producers. Those two of them. The original. Okay. Um, and then Blazing Saddles. Okay. Very good. Might I actually might Blazing Saddles 2, Producers 3. I'll reverse that. Fair enough. Strike that. Reverse it. This Laurel and Hardy Handshake. No longer took me to get that joke. <laughs> Honestly. You're an idiot. It wasn't until like probably the last few years I finally put two and two together on that one. Yeah. I, I like that. I play, well, you know, the funny thing about Blazing Saddles is Richard Pryor mo- wrote most of the uh, racist jokes. You know what? It, Don't want to trigger it. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Hey, buddy. I, I hear you, but it's it's a funny movie. I don't care what anybody says. Hysterical movie. Absolutely hysterical. With what? our new... Eh. Um, I go Spaceballs, Robin Hood Men in Tights, and then I'm back and forth. That's a that's a, a, a Mel Brooks movie? Men in Tights? Oh, absolutely. I didn't realize that. He's in the movie. He plays uh, Rabbi Tuckman. Okay, in the one I scene. believe you. 
he's he's selling circumcisions and like what's a circumcision i take your thing i put it in the thing oh, yeah, yeah, and i yeah. nip the tip it's a little guillotine oh, you know what there's also history i already of world have part to two. i was gonna say i go back and forth between history of the world part one and blazing saddles as my third one i love blazing saddles blazing Saddles is great but so is history of the world the inquisition let's begin the inquisition look out sin <laughs> i bet you wish it <laughs> are you sure it's a Mel Brooks movie? Absolutely. Because in the beginning, they go, um, in the beginning, the opening credits oh, yeah, is- yeah, Mel Brooks. Yeah, yeah is right. uh, Fire Arrows. And and they're like, leave us alone, Mel Brooks. Because <laughs> like, why does every Robin Hood movie start with a with a house going on fire? <laughs> That's right. That's right. A lot of good movies. I love movies. I like a good laugh. That's what I did. I love a good laugh. I had, I remember one time, you're going to have, because I know you hate this, these movies, but- Ted 2 really saved my day one time. I didn't... Okay. You see, you I didn't... Ted. I did not hate Ted. I liked Ted, but I didn't think Ted was as great as you said it was. Oh, I thought it was hysterical. It was okay. But unfortunately, Ted 2, which I didn't see... Oh, you haven't seen Ted 2 yet? No. Ted 2, I mean, because Ted 1, you have the whole new um concept of a you know, movie you have this you know this talking bear that came alive or whatever and then ted 2 is basically you now have to have a story because you can't rely on the shock of this talking bear now i didn't see ted 2 so i'm not going to comment on it ted 1 was all right i didn't think it was great you were like this is the best movie ever made. i thought it was hysterical it, 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 you know i hate when you're like it, it, you know it grossed this overseas and here and i didn't domestic. say it. i don't you, say you know, that when we had the original argument the first time and i was like it was all right you were like well it may movie. have been the highest grossing r rated and then the once time. you said it was the greatest movie i was like i'm like i didn't say it's the well, greatest movie it was a great, i said i had to go with that movie sucked just it was, to piss you off it's a great movie it's not a great movie it is but it's an ted okay 2 movie. i thought it was better one of the few few times i thought the sequel was better than the original and i remember i remember i was at work really the godfather 2 was not better than I didn't see the Godfather. I well, I own the trilogy, but I've only seen the first one. Um, it disgusts me. I, well, I'm not Italian. So what does that so mean? So I, I, I just had a either. terrible. Day. I will be on Saturday. Um, I had a just a, a miserable day at work this one time. Just an absolute wow. I'm shocked. God awful day at work. Like to the point where Ted two sixty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes fresh. stinks. It's um, fresh. Okay, so, I don't yeah, care. You're right. They're wrong. The movie sucked. So, uh, I mean, like, to the point where, like, I should be talking about this on Victims and Villains. Like, I was ready to just take my car and just whatever was in front of me, just keep going. <laughs> like, I just had a god-shitty day. I've had those days. And um, I remember I How went home. How far can this full tank of gas get me? And that's where I'm going to live. Oh, I just meant whatever is in front of me, whether it's a wall or the edge of a cliff, I'm just going. It was one of those days. Right. Paging so. Dr. Howard, Dr. <laughs> Fine, Dr. Howard. So, I get home and, and I rent, because buddy of mine was telling me about it. And I rented Ted too, and I, I just I have I haven't up until that point, like I hadn't laughed so hard in my like where it was hurting, like you laugh so hard just a yeah. belly laugh, right? Oh god, that movie the, really turned me I around. Think the last movie that I laughed like that in the theater that I can remember, there might be one or two after, but the one that I remember that sticks out to me was something about Mary. Okay, when I watched that in the movie theater. I laughed so hard, like I was like, like shit, belly laughing. Tears were coming out of my eyes because it, that was just, you know, shock value at its core. I'll tend to laugh in the movie theater because I'm with other people, but Ted too, I watched at home because I rented it, so I was at home. Right, and I never, I usually, I don't know if you do this, like if you watch something that's funny when you're by yourself, you don't, you find it funny, but you may not necessarily laugh out. Yeah, loud. you just kind of go. <laughs> 
Yeah, or just, just sit there and just watch, but you still find it funny. See, that's one thing I love about my, my sweet wife is she could watch something, and I'll be in another room, whatever, if I'm in the kitchen or the bedroom, whatever, and she's watching something, and she finds it funny. She will laugh so hard, and she will slap her. She, will, I, I, I imitate her to her. She'll <laughs> and I, she'll slap her knee, and she'll go. <laughs> she'll laugh so hard. It just generally amuses me, and I just every time if I'm in another room, I just smile to myself because that's one of the qualities <laughs> I, that I love about her because it's just so innocent, yeah. you know. Um, but uh, like we had, we just you know, we just trying to you know stay on a little bit of topic here. We just got back. We celebrated our ten year wedding anniversary. Oh. Happy anniversary. Mazel tov. Yeah, gesundheit. Um, and no kids. We went away for the weekend. And Nice. Uh, yes. My parents watched the kids, um, and it was fantastic. And we I remember, we, well, after I figured out how to turn the sound bar on in the um, the TV in the inn we were staying in, <laughs> it was, I'm, I turned the TV on, and it's like, you know, no volume. And I'm like, what the what the fuck? I'm like, I paid a lot of movie, a lot of money for this this goddamn thing, <laughs> you know. And we were just kind of, you know, in bed watch, and you know, uh, watching a little TV, and uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and um, okay, I got gotcha. you. And I'm like, hubba hubba, right? Yeah, what was that from? Simpsons. Yeah, annoying. Um, <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Um, and yeah, no. So, and I forgot what show. Oh, I think it was like. Was it in Practical Jokers came on or something? And you know, we just she just busted out laughing. I mean, it was loud. It was <laughs> so I just kind of I was like, you know, good time. I mean, uh, you know, ten years of marital bliss. You know, and we never had a fight, right? Um, I think we actually had a fight on the way there. Happy <laughs> <laughs> anniversary. Uh, yeah, but no, it was good. Needed, much needed getaway. So that's good. Someday, maybe you'll have a ten-year anniversary of this podcast. That's probably what it's going to be. Because, like, when I was episode one hundred, like to go back, like you can watch movies with your wife. I'm laughing like a madman, and it's only me by myself. Like I don't, I'm not sharing it with anybody. Which right when is, you look over to your right, you go, ah. oh, yeah. which is a little bit depressing. Yeah, there have been road trips I've taken uh, if I'm driving by myself or flying somewhere by myself, and I just happen to have like an empty seat next to me. I've I have looked over I've, and just been like like envisioned somebody there. You obviously never heard about my my road trip to uh, um, uh, New England by mm. myself. No, it was uh, it was take you back to August of two thousand and one. All right, um, I was having a crappier. The job I was doing wasn't was wasn't working out so well. Um, I my grandmother passed away. My dog passed away. Ooh. Um, and I was just stressed. I was like not happy with the way my career was going. I was working in television at the time. Okay. And it wasn't taking off as fast as I wanted. So I needed I needed a break. I had my truck, um, my my Ford Explorer. Nice. Um, I don't know if you yeah you knew me when I got my when I had my Explorer. Probably. You definitely did. Okay. So because I had it when I had the apartment. So. Oh okay. All right. Um, and uh, I just I I told my wife I'm hitting the road for a couple of days. I had and this was before. Apps. This was before cell phones. Um, I got something about that later, but okay. Well, it was not before cell phones. No, but it, it was, was before bef- smartphones. Yeah, exactly. And I, I went on to AAA. I got a couple of Triptix maps, and oh my god, oh, that's right. Yes, Triptix. Remember that? And I just <laughs> got. A, I ordered a bunch of maps of all of New England. I said, you know what? I'm just going on a road trip. And I had a video camcorder that I borrowed off my friend, 
and I I, I mounted it to my dash. I had really? one of the first dash cams. <laughs> okay, and I just you know I would take it off and turn it towards me, and there was a lot of uh, me you know. I guess video selfies of me going, okay, here I am in Maine. Before you know. it was a law. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that you right, exactly. Do that. And uh, and I I remember I drove up to uh, Gloucester where they had the um, the perfect storm where they filmed the perfect storm. Oh the, yeah, the yeah, town yeah. where they they originated from. And uh, I ate at the bar that they uh, not the one <laughs> in the movie, obviously, but yeah. the actual bar where. Uh, um, they all hung out, and there was a big, you know, picture of mm-hmm. them, and then there's a picture of George Clooney and Mac Wahlberg. Um, <laughs> say hi to your mother for me. Say hi to your mother. What's up, monkey? It's a transformer. You know, do you see when what's his name? Uh, is it Adam Sandberg does an impression of him on? Uh, no, that's Night where Live? I got. Say hi to your mother for me. Yeah, well, I know. He goes, "What's up, monkey? Oh, that's how you doing, right. monkey? You think you're better than me? Say hi to your mom." I forgot. You about <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, oh, him, Mark Warburg, and that other guy who looks like a rat. I just got a cramp. Sorry. <laughs> I worked 11 hours today. Leave me alone. <laughs> what? You want to, we'll talk about that. Wait, you want me to massage it for you? Oh, no, I just got a <laughs> That hurt. Okay. It sucks being over 40. I mean, all, I, all I did, did you see what I did? All I did was shift myself in the seat and my whole thigh cramped. Look, I, I walked 10 miles today. My legs are killing me. I had to train somebody. Who is slower than crap? <laughs> you know what's like when you're Here's sitting you there do. waiting. You take the mail. You no, he couldn't in. hold the mail right. It was it's, that's a whole other story. Anyway, so okay, went up there. I went up to. I went up. I shot up. Uh, the first night, I, I slept at a hotel motel owned by two Indian people somewhere in New Hampshire, and I what up. Well, Boston. Mm-hmm. I went from you know like Boston to Massachusetts to gotcha. New Hampshire to Maine, across to Maine to Vermont. And oh then, wow, you went okay, okay. I went over. Yeah, I went. I so, <laughs> so I um, I went to um, New, it was in New Hampshire, and I stayed. And I first thing I did was I pulled the bed sheets down, and there was a giant hair on the on, uh, on the bed. I mean, not like a hair. I'm talking about a giant <laughs> hair. It was like from a dinosaur. It I'm, was. <laughs> It was huge. <laughs> if dinosaurs have hair, just <laughs> four inches in diameter. It, it was like more like a cable that holds a bridge up. Okay, that's it was. And I, I was like, can you please put the curtain back? I, I rang, I rang the you know front desk, and I'm like, yeah, I need a different room. And they're like, <laughs> what is wrong with the room? I go, there's a giant hair on the bed, and I was waiting to go. Just take the hair off. No, it's not happening. So the next bed, I, curly. No, it was straight. Oh, okay. It Ooh. was like a a giant hair. Okay, it probably was, I'm, no joke, in all reality, it was probably about 18 inches long. Um, it was fucking huge. Wow. So, they gave me another room, and they're like, they were probably like, this prima donna, this ain't the Hilton, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I um, I literally went to the next room, I slept in my clothes, I took a shower, I slept in my cl- in my clothes, over the covers, you know, I was just like, <laughs> you know, I put the, it was one of these hotels where you put the chair up against the doorknob kind of thing, oh, you know? Geez. Yeah, like Norman Bates or, you know, the Indian version of Norman Bates was going to come through this door, you know, Indira Bates was going to come through this door and, you know, you know, kill me. So, left the next morning, shot up to Portland, Maine. Okay. Um, beautiful city. So far, so good. I said, screw this. I stayed at a, at a Marriott for one nice. night. Surprisingly, on a weekend, I got a room for one night wow. in a Marriott, you Fancy. know? Yeah, you didn't right pre-book on. these, did you? I had no reservations anyway. <laughs> oh my god! Stayed a day in Portland, left, drove across the state of Maine to Vermont to the White Mountains, which is like you drive up the mountain. Oh, okay. you can see like three states. Yeah, yeah. 
before I <laughs> before I went up the White Mountains, I stopped off to get gas and you know check the oil on my truck. Yeah, I fill up the tank. I check the oil. It's fine. I go to shut the hood, and my hood won't shut. Like it's not stuck in the all the way up position, but it's stuck it won't like lock. literally it won't lock. Yeah. So now I gotta drive on the highway. I'm like, this thing's gonna shoot off like a scene <laughs> from, <laughs> Grand, from Grand Theft Auto or something, you know? I'm like, so because of my because of my job, I had a bunch of like little bit of tools in the back and everything. And I, I took a ratchet strap and I just strapped the roof. I strapped from bumper to bumper, from some, wheel like, well to wheel tape. well. No, no, wheel well to wheel well, and I just strapped it down with a ratchet. Not realizing I was completely scratching the shit out of my hood. But, and you know how me I am with my oh, cars, man. you know? But I, I had no other choice. Yeah. So then I'm like, all right, do I just go shoot straight home or do I do continue I continue journey. with my trip? So I continue with my trip. I go up the White Mountains. I look around. I do the Clark Griswold, you know, head nod. <laughs> and then I go, you know, Grand Canyon, crap, you know, and I leave. Now I got to find a hotel, okay? What are you doing? Something flew into my mouth. Yeah, I do have a cave cricket problem down here. And oh, that was. It's probably a gnat. Might have just been dust. Relax yourself, okay? Stop being so dramatic. It's a little protein. So what? If it's good for the cast of Survivor, it's good for you. <laughs> um, so then I can't find a hotel. I'm like, shit. Uh-oh. So I'm driving down this road, and this is a road. Like, I literally, at one point, I, I this road was so empty and dead that I'm like, yeah, Jason's gonna pop out of this, out of the <laughs> corn, you know, corn stalk, and just, I literally at one point just got out of the car, and I stopped in the middle of the road, and I like circled around my car in the middle of the road, and I'm like, no one's on this road, I'm gonna die. <laughs> now, um, I literally, at this point, this was earlier in the day. This is towards the end of the day, so now I'm, I got about a quarter of a tank of gas, and I'm like, I gotta get gas, you know, and again, no GPS, yeah. nothing, so. And I'm driving down this road, and it's just dark. I got my brights on. I'm like, you know, is oh one of those? Okay, yeah, no, yeah, there's yeah. nothing. Yep. I mean, and I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, I'm going to die on this road. This is the road <laughs> that this Frank Messina was last seen on the dusty road. Road <laughs> <Mount> curdled. <laughs> he was fa- his car was found in the middle of a cornfield. <laughs> no sign of his body. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I don't so, know why I did Law and Order. Was that or Law and Order? I think so. <laughs> yeah. So I finally see like a little bit of a like a light up ahead. So I go and I, it's a gas station, but it's not like an Exxon. It's like Jed's gas station. You oh, know? Okay, yeah. So I pull in and it's completely dark. I'm like, it's one of those gas stations that like close. Yes, <laughs> which I find so but, odd. But like it was there was a guy lived above it. There was a light on in the house, and I'm like, yeah, no. Nah. No, no, I'm just going to keep driving. So, so I literally, like, you know, like I pulled in and it had the, the, I guess, that rubber hose that you go ding, 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 yeah, ding. Yeah. And at that point, I went, yeah, no. And <laughs> as I pulled away again, I see, like, a silhouette in the up, upstairs window, you know, and then I just stepped on the gas that much faster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on now. So I, uh, I take off and I end up, and I, I forgot where I was in Vermont, but it was some sort of, like, they said it was a college town. I can't remember the name of the town. <laughs> They're all college But towns. there was a hospital. Ooh. So I said, all right. I went and I went to go park. I, w- I, took th- I went to the par- hospital parking lot. And I had a truck. I had a pillow and I had a blanket just for this occasion. If I couldn't find a hotel room, I was going to crash in the back of my truck. You well, know? crash your truck and sleep in the, in the hospital. Well, there you go. So, but then how would I have gotten home? 
<coughs> so, you done? <coughs> all right, cut that out. I'm good. At uh, one hour and four minutes. Ooh, all um, right. So I then go to um, this corner of the hospital. Mm, yeah. And it's probably about, you know, nine o'clock at night. I'm like, all right, I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I just literally, I shut the engine off. I cracked the windows and I cracked the, you know, the back window a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I just go to sleep. Okay. And about half an hour later, I hear... Clink, clink, clink. The hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, I wanted to go. I'm resting. <laughs> you know, like you know, I'm good. But you know, I you think I'm doing. And it's a hospital security guard. You know, of course they see a, a you know green Ford Explorer with New York plates. You know, and it's parked off in the, the farthest corner of the hospital <laughs> parking lot. Yeah, either somebody's having sex or getting killed. No, it's just a fat guy sleeping. Okay, he goes. You can't sleep here. I go. Listen. I go. I can't find a hotel room anywhere. I go. He goes. He goes, come here. He goes, see that green light right over there? And there's a green green neon light. It's literally 200 feet away. He goes, there's a hotel right there. He goes, move it. So I'm like, all right. It's like a Saturday night. The odds that they're going to have a, what do you call it, a room, you know, college town, Saturday night. You got a room for rink? Got a room for rink? Good one. Popeye, 1981, I think. 1980. 80. 80. Oh, Popeye. Popeye is my very first word. I'm sorry to hear that. I think my very first word was chicken, <laughs> Parmesan <laughs> with spaghetti. Um, so I go and I pull in and vacancy. Wow. So I got the last room. There you go. You don't have to share with some weird It's a point. suite. I'm like, it's a suite. It's got a screen door. What kind of suite is this? <laughs> it was like one of those economy things. It had like the kitchen in it. It was oh, the last wow. room. It was like two bills. I'm like, oh, it was like the last of my money. I'm like, I had no choice, you know. I'm like, uh, part of me was like, ah, screw it. I'm just gonna, sleep. I'll sleep in my car again. But I had, <laughs> I, you know, so. But I was like, you know what? I really wanted a shower. I was sweaty and grimy, so mm. I was like, two hundred dollars for a bed and a shower, fine, whatever it was. So, the guy walks me to my room, walks me to my room, and he's like, you know, he's like, um, like the short guy from Smokey and the Bandit, you know, Little Enos, or whatever his name is. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul Williams, you yeah. know. He's like, and he's like. And he's talking to me, and I go, I'm like, so he's like, leave me. I go, I had some food from a restaurant that I went to earlier. I go, the room's got a fridge because I, I don't want, you know, I was dirty for a two for, You know, yeah. I wanted to have, you know, some food, you know, in case I got hungry in the morning or whatever. So I wasn't throwing, I wasn't throwing anything away. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sucking on bubblegum wrappers, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, He's like, oh yeah, it is. So he meets me in the door, and like, he's like, I'm like trying to shut the door, and he's like just talking to me, and I'm like, I'm like, Okay, Paul Williams, just go away. You know, <laughs> is this I go, where I have oh. to give you a tip? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, like, don't look, don't look directly into the sun. So I go, <laughs> can I get a wake up call? He goes, sure, no problem. What time? I go, I go, like you know, seven thirty. So he goes, okay. I go, I turn, I shut the door, I lock the door, I take a crap. You know, <laughs> as I'm finishing in the bathroom, I hear knock, knock, knock. He, I open up the door and it's Paul Williams, and he's got another fucking alarm clock in his hand. He goes, here's your wake up call. I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, dude, are you serious? I was like, it literally was an old wind-up alarm clock. And I, I go, that is the, I go, and I said, you know, this is the most unique thing I've ever said. He goes, well, this is the first hotel ever built in Vermont. I was like, there you go. Well, there you go. There I was like, go. okay, well, that explains why you're a crazy person and I'm, you know, paying $200 for a, a Kano kitchen. Okay. 
So uh, that was that. And then I went over to the Ben and Jerry's factory the next day and then Ooh. shot down to where my dad was living in upstate New York. And then uh, with, I picked up a, a mattress and box springs that uh, my uncle, he, my, my stepmom's brother-in-law, okay. made mattresses and box springs. So they put that, strapped that to the roof of my car, came back over the uh, Verrazano Bridge, took one last uh, look at uh, – this was actually – I'm sorry. This was um, – the end of August of 2001. Okay. Oh, yeah. Saw that I was home when I saw the Twin Towers. Completely stress-free. And about 12 days later, the world came to an end. And go. I was like, I need a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> I was stressed out. <laughs> let's try this so, again. Let's try and reboot. So, yeah. So, that was uh, all right. all for naught. Hey, listen. Sometimes you just got to get in and go. But I did get a nice lobster roll. Nice. And have it pack. There you go. Corksuckers. Wicked. Wicked. I hate that accent. I don't mind Boston people. Uh, well, because you're a Patriots fan. Eh, don't get me started with the NFL. Kneeling. I'm done with them. I'm done with the NFL. Yeah, me too. That's another topic and another podcast. Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah, absolutely. I did have a sudden interruption for you here somewhere on my uh, on my desk. <laughs> so shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. This mess of a desk. I know where everything is on this desk. When, until my wife starts moving crap, there's a place for everything and everything in its place. That's what right. Why is it just a blank piece of paper? Look at that. How do you know what anything is? Because I have a system. There's mail all over the place. This is not mail. These are just old bills. Why is there a used napkin? What is that? Gross. That is... I might have... Is that a Ferris Bueller Frisbee that's in there? What? No, well, that's new, kid, on, oh, that's new, new kids, kids on, on the block, block uh, pin. We, oh, were cleaning my out my God. Fa- we were cleaning out my father-in-law's house. It and my head. We were cleaning out my father-in-law's house because he's selling the house. And I found a bunch of my wife's old new kid stuff, including that pin. So she was here. I was at the new house. I pinned that to my shirt. <laughs> and then I went uh, on my way home. But then I stopped at Dunkin' Donuts to get a nice coffee, forgetting that I had that on my shirt. <laughs> and the Indian woman behind the counter is looking at me like I have three heads. And I'm like, yeah, can I just get a nice coffee? You know, you know, half and half. Why is everyone you go to, why are all the employees Indians? Because we've been invaded. <laughs> what is it? It's like, it's like Red Dawn. <laughs> Avenge me, boys! Avenge me! Wolverines! Wolverines, no. But, so, and I'm looking, and I come, and my wife just busts out laughing, which is, and I'm like, is this, is this, uh, um, Jordan? She's like, it's John. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, they're <laughs> John. okay. You know? That was and, like today, that someone was playing, like, talking to my supervisor, like, oh, like, jokingly, it was like, oh, this is your favorite song. And winds it up a little bit, and it was, uh, Spice Girls, Wannabe. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. that's not my favorite song. I don't song. understand blah, blah, blah. that song. If you want to be my lover, you got to get, get with, with my friends. friends. What does that mean? You got to bang my friends, or you got to like be cool with my friends? Well, it's. I mean, it's it's more of a, a British thing because it's. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Living is too easy. That's the way it is. So that's... here's the story from A to Z. You got to get with me. You got to listen carefully. You got M in the place who likes it in your face. You like G, like MC who likes it in the easy V. Doesn't come for free. She's a real lady. Oh my god, you are the worst. By the way, Vic- <laughs> why do you know that? Posh Spice why do you has know no that? lines in that song. Why do you know that? She has to have a line in that she's, song. Oh, all right, she's in the chorus. That's Is it. Is Posh uh, the Beckham? Victoria Beckham, yeah. Well, she was originally uh, Vic- Victoria, Victoria Spice. No. <laughs> old Spice? <laughs> Oh my God! They're that's the name. Old. That's the name of their reunion tour. They're all Old Spice. That's the name now. of their reunion tour. Old Spice, or sponsored by Old Spice. What the hell was her maiden name? Victoria Guggenheimer no, Schmitz and Jerry Hallowell, Emma Button. Why do you know this? Melanie Brown, Melanie Chisholm. I'm embarrassed for you. This is why you're single because you know this. I have no problem admitting that I was a huge Spice Girl. Okay, I have a, I have a confession. 
It has nothing to do with Spice Girls, though. <laughs> what? Why do all my stories get blown off? Okay, finish your story, and then I'll... Well, I'll no, that was no, pretty no, much no, it. No, 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 finish your but... story. Why do you know... I don't know why you know that. You're, because you... I, I know their okay. album of two songs. Of two, of two albums. I... I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, I can't believe I'm admitting we, this. We all have our, our guilty pleasures. Okay, well, this is see, this is more of me being trying to get out of the friend zone or being stuck in the friend zone, so I was doing anything to get... Oh, okay. I went out and bought Alanis Morissette CD when it came... Because the girl that was interested was listening to it in my what? car, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I have to have the CD in my car at all times. I love her. Oh, she's so... I, I could totally get in touch with her. Like, you know, yeah, I'm down with the struggle. Like, I was like, okay, I have to have the CD in my car, so when she comes in my car, <laughs> she'll see it. And of course, when all my my guy friends got in the car, like that was like all the way thrown in the back, you know. Of course, and or, and then if they did see it, I'm like, oh, some girl left it there, you know. Was that the douchiest thing you ever did for a girl? You definitely beat me on the douche factor with some of the things you've done. So, um, well, what do you know? Uh, that you freaking like walked some girl to class and then in the rain or something, or you held a parking spot with oh, your yeah, body. Oh yeah, no, no, I've done that. Yes, um, I've done some douchey things. I. I drove. I I told you that I drove past college to go pick up a girl on the other side of Brooklyn to come right back to college because I knew that if oh, I, okay. if I didn't get her, she 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 wasn't going to go to school. So I wanted to you know I wanted to be at school with her, you know. So I was that much of a freaking loser. I've um. I mean, I don't know if it's douchey. I, I feel like it is douchey. Like I've done things like um during um pictures. Like graduation pictures in college, right. uh, for some reason everyone need, needed like some sort of collared shirt. Even the women needed. A yeah, you told shirt, me this. So I, took we, my shirt we, off you, I think you talked about another this. time. What I did was to really kind of like the, I what I <laughs> college, um, what I thought in my head was going to be like shocking funny. Like, oh my god, this is so wacky. You know, right? Have me here right now. Um. I, why can't you pick me? Oh, God, how pathetic are we? Oh, man. please. I, um, she was the Greek. She was in class, which was. You really a, had it hard for that girl. Oh, I, I, I was a, I was terrible in college because of her. Not m- me. I was just so clinged on. Yeah, like I thought that was all or nothing with that one. Oh, yeah. You always get that whole way like. Oh, if one day, one day she's going to say, yeah. open up her eyes and goes, oh my God, it's been Frank this whole time. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and you're just doing everything in your power and she's just going to go, one day it's just going to click and I want to marry you. I 
Ugh. Wait, hold on. I got. Ew. I have. Oh, I'm, I'm, a... I'm trailing off, and I got to stick to one story because I'm getting many nauseous about myself right now. So what I did was, she was. I was going to surprise her in class. I had a oh. a jacket. Oh. So I had this jacket. It was a denim jacket, but it wasn't anything major. Um, not really major to the story, but I had a denim jacket that I was able to button close, and I wrote on my bare chest, I'm sorry. <laughs> so what did you do? I walked over. What did you do that you were sorry? God only knows. I don't. I honestly don't remember. Okay. So... And in my head, I'm like, she's going to find this so funny, so wacky and funny. Please I tell walk, me you didn't do it. I walk over. This is the Greek. Yeah. Like, across campus. Oh. I, like, wave at her in class. So now I'm in the hallway. And you didn't go to the school? No, I went to Adelphi. Oh, okay. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, so she comes out of class, and I kind of like What a, are you doing here? Yeah, not like a dan in it, like you know, like a flasher, but like I kind of like just open the jacket. So now I have no shirt on, and this, and you're not exactly in the best. Of Absolutely, shape. I was a little better in college, but trust me, I wasn't still anything. Larry, good. I'm embarrassed for you, and and it said like I'm sorry or something like that. Listen, I'm impressed I was able to write it in a, some sort of <laughs> backwards. Yeah, <laughs> um, she found it funny, but and more like a what are you doing? Yeah, like you took no me out of class for one, this. No one's seeing this, right? So, and then she's like, "Ah, okay, I can go back to class. I'll talk to you later." And then just went right back into class. And she's like, "Oh my god, I had so sex now- with that." So <laughs> now, is this after? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, you, did you have sex? Let me ask a question. Did you have sex with her after that? At eventual, not because of that. No, no. After that moment when you opened up your jacket, uh, yeah, was there a coitus? Yes. A, a, oh, okay. Yes. Wow. All right. Um. So, and then, so now I'm just standing there in the hallway, and I'm like, okay, I got to go back now to my room and clean up and everything. So, so that was just... What did you think? She was just going to get down on her knees in from the hallway? No, but I just thought she'd be like, oh, you're so funny and witty, you know, so spontaneous. Yeah, exactly. You want to know what I used to do in college? And I was so oblivious to the fact that what I was doing, I used to write poems to the girls about them and give it to them. Oh, that is creepy. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, oh, oh, without a doubt. Now that I look back, I'm like, I would have put me on a list. <laughs> like, I would write it like, you know, like, I'm like, I'll just say like a name, like, like Julia, you know, sure. like, Julia was. So, no, no, this is. Oh, I okay. really, you know, I'm like, Julia, you know, like not something like J reminds me of this and you remind me. No, no. And L. No, I didn't do that. It was like, you know. I see you from across the hall. And I would like leave it out where they could find it or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> and I think your eyes are like deep blue pools of gay. Oh, I was just terrible. Oh, but I used, man. I mean, I actually, well, I took a lot of creative writing classes. So I used to, like, no, no, I actually wrote, I actually have some good stuff oh, that's now, not, yes. not about like people. That's oh, okay. just, not, just about like, you know, poetry. Harriet, sweet, sweet Harriet. Harriet. So loving. So <laughs> loved. So, lo- so caring. So. What was the next line? Um, Stephanie loves that movie. That's a great movie. Yeah. Woman. Dad. Dad. Whoa. Whoa. Man. man. Whoa. Man. <laughs> Such a great movie. <laughs> Underrated movie. Jane, um, get me off this crazy thing. We've got a Piper Dune. Call- We've got a Piper Dune. <laughs> That's the best. 
That's where Fat Bastard's original voice came from. Head, move. <laughs> the best is right before it. Like he's playing the the bag. If you think what? I'm sexy. If you want my body on, you think I'm sexy. Okay. Come. <laughs> so uh, there was this one girl who I had a huge, huge crush on. Her name was Janine. And um, she was in a sorority. And this is the schmuck that I am. I'm thinking... I, I'm like, you know, I'll tell one of her sorority sisters like oh. how much I like her. Oh, boy. But don't say nothing. Oh, okay, yeah. You promise? Oh, I won't say nothing. Were you in a frat by now? Yeah. Fraternity. Yeah. We don't say frat. Okay. So you, you should don't know call your rules. country a cunt, so I don't call your fraternity a frat. Okay. So okay. in your frat, you told, fraternity. like, you knew the rules of this group of paid friends that you have. So didn't you realize? Right, listen, we're not going that, that route. Didn't you Because okay? you know nothing about it. I, okay. get, I get defensive. So. Sure. Did you realize that she, that this person was not going to keep their mouth shut? I was a moron. Okay, fair okay, enough. Okay, so I I was a blind. Put this way, I in, in college I could not. Two things, I was so obvious, uh, so blatantly obvious. I was blind to it, okay. and if a girl was giving me the green light, like signs, without saying, "Hey, fuck me." Oh, we've talked about this last time. Yeah, I I completely missed no signs like like yep. like the worst catcher in the major league baseball <laughs> okay or pitcher i should say i was the, i was horrible horrible so and i'm like telling i'm like yeah I, oh my god i have such a crush on Janine. why is she going out with that asshole Ooh. i hate i hated her boyfriend i hated him he was a freaking like verbally abusive douche Ooh. and like i'm like why can't she see that i'm right here you know and i'm like <laughs> now i'm realizing they're going back to their sorority meeting going Frank has such a crush on you, you know. And then I'm like, and I'm literally sitting at the table with my fraternity brothers, staring at her with like googly eyes, and like she's probably going, "This fat fucking creep," you know. But she was so cool that like we were friends. I was friend zoned before I even knew it, you know. But I, I was just like, oh my god, I have, she. Was, I mean, this girl was drop dead gorgeous. Okay. Fast forward years later, I'm out of college. I'm working at AIG in the city. I'm coming home from work. I remember I actually had to leave a little bit earlier, like a half an hour early, because um, I think I had just gotten the apartment, okay. our apartment, and I was waiting for the uh, Verizon to come to uh, to come set up the phones. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I'm on my way now," because they were supposed to come later. And I called my boss. I just you know leave. So and I I caught an earlier train, and I get down to the platform. And who do I see across the platform? I mean, literally five feet from me, you know, the same side. Yeah, but yeah. she was going uptown. I was going downtown mm-hmm. or whatever. And and it's Janine. And I'm like, she's like, hey, Frank. And it was like. And I'm like, I mean, I got so nervous around this girl in college. It was like, hi, Janine. I'm Frank. How are you? And you OK? You know, like I couldn't speak right. So it's I'm like, like Dreamweaver. So it's yeah, playing I'm like, like world. Right, and meanwhile now, now there's any, now we have the internet, right? So I'm like, so I'm like, oh, what's up? I'm like, you know, long time no see. You know, I got a little bit more confidence, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm like, uh, you know, how's it going? I'm like, oh, are you still with, you know, I want to say his name, you know, mm-hmm. but she's like, no, we broke up, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yes, and I'm like, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I'm so in. I've waited. <laughs> I've been patient. Like all my idiotness just came back, yeah. and once, and I'm like. And I'm like, oh, you know, you know, I said, I'd love to get, you know, love to talk. Love you to know. get in your pants. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to <laughs> take you out for lunch, 69, um, you know, you know, um, and uh, and she's like, yeah, she gives me like her AOL address or whatever, yeah. you know, at the time. Meet me so, at Comcast. You, you know, like, uh, oh, let's get a chat or room. Or CompuServe, you know? yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, net, 
Net Gear or whatever. No, it was uh, it was uh, Netscape. Netscape, right? So um, so she gives me an email address and like you know I go home and I'm like quickly Verizon hook up the internet <laughs> hook up everything. So he hooks it up and I'm like you know like you know I waited back then I waited you know the two days of course you know, you know? let it simmer and uh, let it simmer you know and I you know I messaged and we talked and and. And I'm like, you know, I have a confession. She goes, really? She goes, really? You're going to confess to me that you liked me? And I'm like, (laughs) this is all through instant message. I wish I would have printed this out. And I'm like, I go, she goes, you were so blatantly obvious it was retarded. She was just like, and I'm like, I'm like, I go, I have to apologize to you. I was so stupid and naive because I was. I had no clue. I I had no game at all. And it's amazing. My five-year-old son has more game than me. He's got girlfriends lined up in kindergarten and daycare and and preschool. The kids, it's creepy. Okay. So, and we're talking and she's like, and I'm like, she's like, you know, I I wanted to smack you so many times because you ruined it. And I go, I go, I, I go. I ruined what? My fantasies in my head. You know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. she goes, you ruined a good friendship. And I was like, okay, A, I didn't want to hear that. But B, <laughs> but B, I honestly, I felt horrible. I felt terrible because I was like, I'm like, I said, I'm sorry. I go, but you know, I saw that, you know, how he treated you. And I was like, I know I could have treated you so much better. I'm still in my mind convinced I still have a shot, you know, because she's still <laughs> talking to me. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, uh, you know, you know. Listen, I said, let me make it up to you. You know, well, you know, I'll, I'll, let me take you out for coffee. You know, whatever. I said, nothing. Well, no, I'm, I'm going through this right now. No, no, <laughs> no. You know, no expectations. And she's like, she's like, yeah, maybe we'll do that. Meanwhile, like she, she had no intentions of course, doing it, right? So, but enough. we spoke a few more times on on you know online, and then like we kind of lost touch. Fast forward again to Facebook. She gets on Facebook. You okay. know, obviously, you know, you start, you know befriending people yeah, that you haven't yeah. spoken to you know oh I, you were a dick to me in elementary school so let me friend you you know and then you end up and we're talking and we're talking on facebook again and i'm still at this point i was single and i'm just like i'm like <laughs> all right third shot. time is a charm i'm like <laughs> i fucked it up in college i'm like i i owned up to it you know a couple of years ago on aol and now social media i'm going i'm gonna full-on facebook you know and i'm like you know, I'm not going to ask for nudes. I'm not going to send nudes. <laughs> I'm just going to be totally cool. I'm going to play it cool. And she's like, oh, I heard from one of, um, I just friended one of uh, my, one of my pledge brothers, one of my fraternity brothers, this guy uh, who- Oh, you would, did? No, no. She says, oh, okay. I just, I got a message the other day from gotcha. one of my pledge brothers from who was on Facebook, who was- Johnny Stud in college. Oh boy! And I'm like, she's like, yeah, he asked me out on a date, and I'm like, no, no. I'm like, no. I wrote that. No. I'm like, no. You don't want to go out with him. I'm like, because I was like, I'm like, son of a bitch. He knew how much I liked her. This was nine years earlier. Okay, okay. I was out of college like nine years by now. I'm like, no, you bastard. I'm like, no. I'm I'm cursing him out, and I think. I think Verdi was in the other room. Like, oh, or, really? it might oh, have been Rip okay. or Rippo. It was. I was yeah. in the apartment, you know. And I'm like, I'm like, no, you, you cocksucker. I'm like, no, no, this is the worst nightmare ever. Um, and I was just like, uh, 
I was like, you know, please, God, I'm begging you, don't let this happen. He's like, yeah. She's like, she's like, I don't know. I'm thinking about going on a date with him, and I'm, I'm literally like on the verge of tears right now. I'm like, I'm like, please, please, Lord, if there's, please, if there's a God in the sky, do not let him go, her go out. And she, she ended up not going out with him. But then she got off Facebook. Um, she's completely off social media, and every now and then she'll get tagged in a picture when she goes out with a group of her friends. I'm married now with two kids. She is still drop dead gorgeous. She has not <laughs> aged since college, and it's like every time I see her, I'm like, God damn, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> I wrote you poems. I'm a moron. How stupid could you possibly be? Oh man! And there's a there's a, a future guest I'm going to talk to her to see if she wants to come on. Not this girl, another okay. girl who I'm friends with today. She knows I had a crush on her. She had like a little crush on me at one point, but. It never happened. I actually just went to her house with my my wife and kids, and mm-hmm. her husband and kids were all friends. Um, and I had a little crush on her. I almost ruined the friendship, but she was cool. We became very, very good friends. Good. Um, she actually talked about beca- wanting wanting to be on the um, on the show because she has a ton a ton of dating stories. <laughs> um, she actually went on like a series of first dates on purpose. Just to a get get free meals, um, and b she was actually going to end up writing like a whole book about her her first oh, wow. dates, and because she actually nicknamed we nicknamed uh, every one of her dates. Like there was this one guy, I think his name was we called him Johnny Cheeks. He was not heavy, okay, but he just had this fat face. You know, he was he had oh, a so, um what do they call that. It's not like a deformity. No, no, it wasn't a deformity. He like was a, like it was like it he, like a cherub. He was like a fat guy who lost a ton of yeah. weight, got really diesel, but his face stayed like Francis from Pee Wee Herman. It's like it's like the bad guy from Samurai Cop. Sure. How do you not see these movies? I, I oh, Samurai Cop is amazing. I have but the two guy kids actually, and I watch Nickelodeon. The guy actually had like it's called like cherubism or something where like your jaw is like three times its size. Oh. I know, he, I know the act that you're yeah, talking about. No, yeah. no. This was just like I said. He had a fat, round face. Okay. Okay. And a, a regular, like, gotcha. regular, just a normal, average mm-hmm. build. Um, but we called him Johnny Cheeks. Like, and, like, I remember she, he took her to, like, uh, that Spanish singer. Um, More specific? The one who was married to uh, Mark Anthony, I think. No, he had a, a mole. Uh, Ricky Martin? I don't know. One of these Latin guys from the 90s or whatever, the, the 2000s. And she took him. She took her to the concert, but the concert was in completely in Spanish, you know. Um, <laughs> um, and and just these nightmare stories. And she she's asked. She's actually asked me. I'm going to try and set it up. I told her she needs to get Skype so we can get her on the uh, get her on the show. But uh, um, yeah, I I friend zoned myself so many times without knowing it. Even and I got to the point where one time I was picking up a girl in another sorority that I became very close with the sorority. Um, uh, I go to pick up her house. She actually lived in 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 Garrett's Beach, where you live. Oh, okay. Um, the, I'm purposely leaving her name out for a reason. But like, I went to pick her up, and she's like, "Yeah, just she had like a like a basement. I don't know how all the houses are in Garrett's Beach, but she actually had a basement." Yeah, we some most of them though. Because I know it's a flood, flood sometimes. Well, so. not, well, not like it did well, a few years ago. But she's yeah. like, "I'm in the basement. Come down." My parents had a basement. Okay. Have. And I come down, and this is where I knew I had to like I had to do something differently mm-hmm. because I come down, and she's comes out of the bathroom in a bra and thong. Oh, and I'm like, oh my god! I'm so. She's like, oh no, it's just you. And I was just like, oh. 
so in one moment, in one thought, now I have that image ingrained in my head. Oh, so I got spank bank for later. Good to go. You know, and then the other picture is I'm like, oh, it's just you. <laughs> like if that was to be put on my tombstone, I, like oh, it's just it's just Frank, it's just Frank. That night I went out with her and two other girls to a club in the city. Mm-hmm. One of the other girls got completely drunk. Drop dead gorgeous girl. This girl, she looked like Cindy Crawford. She was, you know, like nice. you know, five ten, five eleven, skinny, wearing a mini skirt. I'm sitting at the bar, and I'm I'm nursing a drink. They're all dancing. She's ripped off her face. This is a different girl than Thong girl. Okay, this is her sorority sister. Okay, I gotcha. Who used to date my fraternity brother? Oh, okay, okay. Now we had an unwritten rule where you kind of don't go after the ex, mm-hmm. but that rule never. Like that rule clearly didn't count for us. Well, no. So no. So she comes over to me and she's drunk and she's like, she's like, Frank and then just grabs my dick. <laughs> and I'm like, Whoa, okay. So I kinda like I, I'm like, fuck it. You yeah. know? I'm like, so I kinda pull her a little close and I grab her ass. She's like, What are you doing? I'm like I'm like, You just you just grab she's like But it's just and then like her friend goes, What are you doing? She's like, It's just Frank and I'm like <laughs> Okay, like, this is the point where I, where I just drive off a cliff. It's like what they do with their gay friends. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And again, let me finish. A week later, we were at another club, and we're all dancing, and I turn around, and there's a guy dancing up on me. And I'm like, <laughs> I go, dude, what are you doing? And he goes, oh, I, sorry, I thought, I go, you thought wrong. I was like this, of course, the three girls got a you know huge laugh out of that, and I was just like... Yeah, I got to do something different. <laughs> I, I got to do something different. So this was, it was bad. I mean, I That's went rough. on, a, I went on, I went on a string of um, a couple of horrible first dates, and then single for like two years, and then it was at this point I was going to meet um, the love of your life. And then I was gonna, I was like, if I don't meet someone soon, it's either I'm going full gay or I'm going to become a priest. Um, and then I went on a date with a blind date with, uh, with my wife. K Sarah Sarah. Yeah. I don't know how I tricked her, <laughs> but you know what? I actually did. I pulled the George Costanza. I did everything backwards. There you go. I did everything that I normally do on a first date backwards. Normally I would get a, a long stemmed rose mm-hmm. and when they would, you know, get in the car, I would hand them the rose. Oh, didn't do that. <laughs> Sorry, Steph. You didn't get a rose, but get you know what car, I did biatch. do? I bought her dog because I knew from talking to her she had a dog. I bought a dog a bone. Oh, <laughs> I brought the dog. I said, "Win the dog, get the lady." There you go. There's a commercial like that now. Is it? Um, I don't know if it's a car commercial or not, but uh, what it is, uh, it's you know, a guy first date with a girl, and I don't know, I, I forgot what kind of dog it is, but like he's getting ready to get in the car, and the dog's just like staring at him, just like through the window. And basically, every time he tries to get close to her, he's always there. <laughs> They're funny. on the couch, and he just has like that, that look on his face, like, you touch her, you're dead. And then um, they're out camping, and, and, they, and he puts like a, a blanket or something over to keep her warm. Right. And then the dog's like, all right, you're cool. Then the dog okay. comes over and pet, you know, right, rubs right. up with him, and, well, and then she's I, like, oh. The dog fell in love with me from the instant, and then, instance, and then that dog became my dog. And that dog's actually in this room right now, in that can right there on the bookcase. Is it? Oh, tin? there it is. That tin? Say hi to Georgie. Oh. Hey, hi Georgie. Much. Yeah, my little ash dog. Oh, yeah. I love that damn. I love that damn dog. So good dog. Yeah. So I did have a sudden interruption. I can't find it. I'm pissed. <laughs> is it under these albums? No, that's. What do you got? Oh, 
That's oh. my laptop. No, I can't find it. It was a good one. <laughs> well, it's anyway. always next week. Next time. There's always next week or next time. Look for us at, uh, you know, the victim on the Victims and Villains podcast dropping in two days. <laughs> this drops on Wednesday. Theirs drops every Friday. Right. So uh, it will be this Friday if you're listening when this drops. So basically October 6th is going to be our show. Right. And uh, on that note, we want to say thank you to Larry for being here. And thank you to our guest, Donald Trump, who came and went very quickly. Absolutely. And uh, to our good friend, Harry Carey, to ah. take us out. Hi, everybody. Harry Carey here in the man cave with Frank and Larry. I love this show. If this show was made out of cheese, I'd eat it. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Hey, Josh from Victims and Villains, I love you. You got a moxie, kid. Larry. Keep trying Tinder. Swipe right. Swipe right. Did it work for you, Mr. Carey? I don't even know what Tinder is. <laughs> I knew I knew I, I knew my wife, my wife, she didn't know what Tinder was either. Tinder, I thought it was like Kindle. <laughs> or kindling. I meant kindling. <laughs> it stokes the fire of my heart. On that note. Everybody, this has been the Better Half Podcast. Find us at the Better Half Pod One. <laughs> you can find Frank at <gasps> at Mess Four Eleven at Twitter. You can find me at the emergency room right now uh, at More Three Sixty Five on all social media. M O H R Three Six Five, and don't forget our Facebook page, the Better Half Podcast. You know, Facebook slash dot com. Find it somehow. And Cubs win. Cubs win. <laughs>